Welcome into the Touchdown City Podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis, joined today by Derek Bailey and Avon Coburn. Gentlemen, how are you guys? It is a great day to be at Mountaineer wherever you are. Yeah, it is. So for those of you listening, it may sound a little odd. We're uh, actually outside today. I thought it was nice out. It's beautiful. So we might hear the neighbors go by or... You know, who knows? It's a great day to be outside. Yeah. Feels good out here. Yeah, it so really does. I thought we'd, we'd give us a shot, come outside, enjoy the sunshine. Um, first and foremost, thank you guys for downloading the show this week. Don't forget to swing by your favorite podcast uh, outlet. We're available on Apple, Spotify, and, po- and Google Podcasts. So make sure you stop by there and um, and hit subscribe. We appreciate it and all that fun stuff. Um, so... We it's been a busy uh, as the wind picks up. It's been a busy few weeks um, in in college football and college sports in general. We had Big Twelve Media Day last week, and also on July the first, um, the name, image, and likeness rule went into effect, and now college athletes are able to uh, to benefit from their pretty mugs and um, and get out there and make a buck or two, and. Just before we even hit record, before you came, Avon, Derek and I were really kind of diving into it a little bit, just having a conversation. But it's it's a pretty big it's a pretty big scope yeah. when you when you look at it. Um, and I think a lot of people just off the top think, oh, well, now they're paying college kids. No, they're not paying no. college kids. These these students have to go out and and find these opportunities or are approached independently from the university. Yeah, it's got to be. It can't be uh, attached to the university, which is, which is a, it's kind of a shady thing because the, the they have all the resources to make it happen if they wanted to really make it happen. And uh, NCAA did did their part of yeah, you guys can do it, but we don't want any parts of it either. So it, it it's a, it's it's right now it's the wild wild west because there's no, there's really no rules on it. There's well, no there's no way to to sanction it or anything right now so it's a good and bad thing uh, the, the most interesting thing i told anthony is going to be the the first time somebody comes up with some that does something wrong on this mm. you know eventually these are contracts that these kids are getting into somebody's going to do something wrong and turn up ineligible and you wonder what's going to happen after that yeah that's I gonna mean, that's gonna be awesome i, I mean it, because because of this whole thing how is that and, and, it, and it takes me takes me uh back to we talked about how you know, I think right before we start, how how um, how I could have benefited from it, and my thing is, if Reggie Bush gets his uh, Heisman back, they the university is going to owe a lot of athletes money. Well, see, that's what we had this. We were talking about this too before. Is where does it end? Where does it end? Because right now, like you said, it's the wild, wild west. No one knows anything. Mm-hmm. The, the players don't know what, what it's going to be like. The, the universities don't. The NCAA doesn't. Even the people signing the kids to contracts, they have no idea what this is going to turn into. Right. And where does it end? I mean, because if you give Reggie Bush his Heisman Trophy back, well, then do you have to reinstate the Fab Five records? Do you reinstate the uh, tattoos from Ohio State, State those yep. guys? I mean, where does it end? There's really no ending in sight if you start reinstating things. And then, you know, I think of EA Sports 
do you have to pay the past athletes that were on the covers of those, of those games? I C-T-C. mean, TC. You, know, you, you go all the way back to nineteen like ninety two when Sega Genesis they had the Bill Walsh college football. There were yeah. there were guys on the front of those. So I mean, I mean, at this point, um, so if I was going to make a ruling on some of those, I, I don't think the Ohio State kids would get their stuff back just for the fact that at the time it was it was not legal and they knew that they were breaking rules. Um, you know, Reggie Bush, uh, I can't remember exactly what they pegged him on now. That's I, been so long ago. I can't remember. It was, I don't remember what it was for, but I mean, I think it was ridiculous. They took his Heisman from him anyway. You, you let OJ Simpson keep his Heisman trophy. <laughs> you can let Reggie Bush keep his. He, and then, and then he went in and tried to rob somebody to get it back. <laughs> and he's still a Heisman. He's still, yeah. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> you can, you can let Reggie Bush keep his Heisman and, and, Anybody that asks, hey, who won the Heisman Trophy in 2005, they're going to say, well, it was vacated. They're going to say Reggie Bush. Right. So, well, getting back to that, Avon. So, you know, when you you see this go down, and I know that you applaud applaud this for the student-athletes. Right. But I know you have to think back to all those number 22 jerseys that, that were sold. That's why I said that's specifically what I was talking about. When If they reinstate Reggie Bush, um, then university, they owe a lot of athletes money. Because of the fact that you know we was out there and we didn't have the opportunity to to and they they and one of the things that they did I mean which they stopped doing was putting names on the back but you know Amos Bolger Avon I mean I'm just talking West Virginia right now I can think of Peter Work and and Work Dunn and and all those guys that had all their jerseys in the stands and uh, I mean it's just crazy they did that for all of them and right. I think. The first school that quit doing that with like the number now you weren't allowed to put the name now you are you're allowed to put the name now because the player can be paid for it but right. the first school that started doing it with a number I think was Florida mm-hmm. and they just used the number one and they used it on their basketball and football jerseys and then they might use like twenty one because it's twenty twenty one I think but Florida's the only school or they were the first school to do that I don't know if anybody followed or not but I mean I don't well, think yeah that's, most schools did no, every I, yeah, every school did they that. should yeah. they should have I don't think it's right that they're selling the specific player's number on a jersey and he doesn't get anything for it. So so I was, not to sidetrack it, but so yesterday evening um, I was out with Pat White mm-hmm. and um, we we had dinner and we talked and stuff and he brought up something good and I believe you were probably on one too. Like for instance at West Virginia, United Bank puts out the, oh, yeah, absolutely. the little cards mm-hmm. with the schedule on the yeah. inside. And we had billboards. I mean, yeah, we had billboards that we didn't get paid for. So, so my, he was like, he brought the he brought the United Bank thing up because those are calendars with United Bank, and and I said, well, think about all the jerseys. I said, and think about this with him. So in two thousand five, his freshman year, they did not make his jersey. He was not the the star because he didn't even start at the beginning of the season. But in 06, there were a lot of number five jerseys, and there were not a lot of number ten jerseys. But then fast forward to 07, they changed the jersey. So what did everybody do? Go buy the jersey. They went and bought the jersey again. So he, I said, how much do you think? And I, and I, I hate to like sit and talk about our conversation, but um, he he said they they made millions off of him. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. I mean, and I'm not speaking for Pat. Let me get on the record and say that I'm not speaking for him. I'm sure if anybody wanted to talk to him, they know they can. But this was just our general conversation, um, you know, about this this issue. And I think of guys like you and guys like 
you know, Grant Wiley. I remember Nike did the number six jersey. Mm-hmm. And um, see, to me, to me, that's where I'm with the name and image likeness and things. I'm having like everybody wants to point their finger at the university, which I understand the university gets into the contract with Nike and all that stuff. But to me, Nike and Reebok and Adidas and Under Armour, they're just as responsible as the university for not compensating the athletes because it's really their gear that you're throwing onto the players. I mean, you know, no matter what you use, you're going to be sponsored by somebody. I mean, it could be, I don't, I think Starter maybe would have been one back in the day. Yep, West Virginia was champion. Champion, yeah. Yep. I mean, like, they're just as responsible, in my opinion, because they're throwing, they're telling the, the university, like, or the school, like, you know, here, put these on them, put these on them, put these on them, and, you know. Everybody's and, responsible. And, like, imagine Oregon, a player for Oregon. They got Kayvon Thibodeau, and Thibodeau is going to be a top-five pick. He's a defensive lineman for him. He's a stud. How many Oregon jerseys can you have of Kayvon Thibodeau? Because they've got like 900 jerseys that mm-hmm. they can wear around. You can buy one in every every color that they have. But now he'll get compensated for that. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, and rightfully so. I, I agree with that. I mean, that's good and bad. I mean, the, the great thing with him is, you know, he's got Nike. Like, they're going to oh, pay him. But yeah, he, he's he, already – yeah, he's he's signed and you know, all that. He, he's yeah. going to get paid now. Um, but the the other schools, even, even the, the little, little schools where – you know the ni ni what is it ni nil no not the nil but the nia nia yeah the division two schools that that have nike contracts and, and i mean i mean but it, think about this man i mean and and we're kind of going down a rabbit hole but when does it when does it start because if i'm in high school they they can pay the high school player right now like all, all of all of the 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 uh, 707 camps, which you know, sponsored by Adidas, is sponsored by Nike. You know, those players can they can they get paid? Well, see, I I had that. I said the same thing. Where does it start? Where does it end? Because I mean, and this is ridiculous, and it may sound ridiculous to everybody, but I actually looked it up. The Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. Those kids bring in thirty million dollars during that week mm. for Pennsylvania. I mean, that's thirty million dollars, right, you know. But I mean, and the, it's just it, there's really no ending point to it, and no one knows because of where it starts. And the name, image, likeness. I, I spoke of this before too. If you're a national level recruit, let's say you're the number one recruit in the country. I don't. I think his name's Ewers. He's from Texas, and they stick you on the front of a website, a rivals website, or twenty four seven sports. Or you pay him. I mean, yeah, they actually don't. They don't have to pay him. No, because you those are news outlets. The, okay. They are, they are reporting news. And when you – and I haven't – like I get an email from the university and I have the ability to go take photos. Mm-hmm. Now, I can, if I go and take pictures of you, I can't sell them. I can use them for publication to, to talk about the game. Like the like on Sundays when we get pictures, the point, yeah. I get them – I get pictures from the university and we use them for Touchdown City. But I can't turn around and sell those photos or redistribute them for personal use. Like, those are to be used for publications and for news outlets. Um, so, you know, now the people that actually own the, the photos are the university and the actual photographer. So then later, if you wanted to get that picture, like from Dale Sparks, you could buy that from him. Because at a certain point, he becomes the owner. It's like, and it gets deep into copyright laws and ownership and that type of thing. There's just so much. And you know, that's why you know what's going to happen. Sorry about that. You know no. what's going to happen. They're going to. They're just going to start taking the numbers off. I mean, that, that's the next thing because if they don't, because what happens? Every kid that plays on the field has an opportunity to get paid. 
from Jer- like if my jersey is on there, I, I want to get paid for my likeness. Well, yeah. here's one. I want to ask you this because they keep everybody keeps talking about likenesses and billboards and things like that. If Sports Illustrated comes to you your senior you, this year, mm-hmm. your senior, Avon, we want to do a story on your your life and how you ended up at West Virginia and how you were injured, and we're going to do a full story and we want to put you on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Um, you know, so do you say no? I want paid for that. Or do you say yes because the, the publicity you're going to get, and that's, then that's and then your question. value goes up. Yeah, and I, and I just, that's what I thought about. I'm like, well, you say no because because you, you you know you can get publicity from it, but at the same time, people sell stories all the time. People like when when there's a you know, I I don't know why I thought about this, but Prince Diana died. Somebody can sell a story going to the publications to sell a story for her. So that's a great question. I don't know how that I don't know how that works. Well, honestly, from the news perspective, now I'll, let me say I spent ten years working in in news. Uh, news publications ethically should not pay for stories. Mm-hmm. Now, st- magazines like the National Enquirer, but I mean, isn't that a magazine though? Yeah, it's, it's the same, but thing. it's not news. It's more that is more entertainment. See, well, see, that's where that's where the recruiting thing to me is not news. That recruiting is not news. Like a high school kid at a at a camp, that's not really news to me. His news is the game. Him at a camp, that's really not news that's, to me. Yeah. That's to me. You're just well, you're at a covering camp. a camp. I, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's just a real gray area. Well, for me. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's real simple. They can stop talking about you. Yeah. And then where's it. your value? Right. right. I agree with that too. And it's that, a zero. That's, kinda, that, yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's the slippery slope. Yeah. That was going to be the next. Like you know. The NCAA brought all this on themselves. Let me say this. They brought all this on themselves. They made everything about money. I mean, West Virginia and Marshall were playing a basketball game at, what, 930 on a Sunday night in Anaheim, California in the NCAA tournament. No excuse for that. Uh, They made, you know, let's get this game on TV. Let's get this game on TV. Let's sign these huge TV deals. Let's make as much money as we can. So they brought it on themselves. But the, the point that I'll make, I don't really care about the name, image, likeness. It doesn't bother me or anything. But you can take the greatest player at any college. Like, who's the greatest college football player of all time? Archie Griffin. He won two Heisman trophies at Ohio State. Ohio State football was there 100 years before Archie Griffin. Ohio State football still being played. It's not about Archie Griffin. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. So, uh, who's the most marketable? When I say – let's all right, so let's say that. Let me, let me say this. Who's the most marketable WV players – in the state of West Virginia throughout the history, like in the last 25, 30 years. Like if you were, if you were going to get um, company X, big in-state company, to, and they were wanting to put him on a billboard, who would you say are some of the most marketable players in WVU history, or at least in the last 25, 30 years? Marketable as far as uh, energy and, and, I mean, obviously, you know, the way Pat White and Steve Slayton, you know, those are – I think those are are the primos, you know, in this era. Now, going back, obviously, Major Harris is that is that guy, and then I would bring up um, Amos Airway. You know, he, you know, he, the way he was marketed, you know, with the famous Amos, and and you know, I, I think he would, I think he would, he would, he would bring in a nice little piece of change. What was the young lady's name that just got drafted into the WNBA? Oh yeah, well she she signed a huge. Adidas she, deal. She, she's pretty marketable because most men are going to notice her on a billboard. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, you talking about from WVU? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. 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 So here's an interesting thing. So what what did you say? The top twenty out of the top twenty most followed. Eighteen out of the top twenty most followed athletes on like social media in college sports are females. I know why. Everybody does. <laughs> well, <laughs> because most men are doing all the following. Yeah, <laughs> but that's an interesting, you know, because so you know when this thing broke, I started going and looking at some of the the players that are currently there, and so like who's good, who's the big who's the face this year at West Virginia? Who would you say? Um, I mean, it, it to me it would. Letty Brown, yeah, Dante Stills. I'd say Stills or Brown. I, I would say, say Stills more yeah. than Dante Brown. Dante Stills has like 6,000 followers. Right. That's, that's, not, that's, that's nothing. Not that's not a nothing. lot at all. Matter of fact, I don't even know he's at, even at the level where he can, can be verified and, on Twitter. And, and see, right. I let, think you have to have 10,000. And let me, let me say this as well. The defensive players, they're not – people don't know who they are. Right. The, 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 most people that are fans, they only follow the offense. They don't right. care about defense. No one it's quarterbacks. Yeah, the, it, the quarterback, the running back, you know, the offensive line doesn't get any love. Like, Darius Steele, he's – well, the Bo Steels. let's go ahead and talk. They were both fantastic players. 6,000 followers for uh, the current Steels. Uh, which one is Dante. it? Dante. And yeah. I bet Darius doesn't have many more, and he's in the NFL. I mean, it's just wild. No, they 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 they're not going to get it. But let me let, let's kind of let's kind of let me ask you this question. And this is kind of what we talked about before when athletes started getting paid. I brought it up before, and and I mean, I, I can't say I'm the brainchild for this idea. Um, and actually, one of our, our former our former um, employee, um, our former boss was, um, Mr. Monty Warner. Um, he brought it to my attention that. Even with the the NIL, NIL, whatever it's called, they <laughs> they should they should pay the players, but they only should get a, a stipend of, you know, I would say an extra five hundred to a thousand dollars a month. And hold on, let me finish. And they should put the rest of it in a in a in a in a trust where you don't get it until you graduate. I mean that's, that will that will change the way business is done. I, I mean that's the, the the thing is is the the unknown right now. No one knows how this is going to go. Right. Uh, I fully expect that at some point one of these kids, and it may even be a female, gets some huge contract because you know there's going there's some very attractive volleyball players and mm-hmm. uh, softball players, things like that. One of those females with eighteen million Instagram followers. Well, somebody's going to offer her a bunch of money to put right. their you know i mean to put their product on there which i wouldn't blame them a, a, I mean, a national product yeah. because you know if you've got a young lady that plays volleyball at whatever school and she's got 40 million followers all of a sudden um you're talking about major makeup companies and hair products right. and yeah they're they're Absolutely. knocking at their you're talking about talking to 40 million now granted they can look at her uh, statistics and it may only be men following her, but she may be able to do things that you know. Who knows? Here, here's one: Nike. I mean, the, it doesn't matter. Nike, Adidas. That's men and women. The UCLA so. cheerleaders are drop dead gorgeous. Let's say one of those girls is on a scholarship, like partial or whatever, for cheerleading, and she can do this. And she's got forty million followers, and she's from Los Angeles. There could even be a local company offer her a ton of money because those companies out there, it's it's Los Angeles, right? right. I mean, you know. Just for the record, Dante now is up to eighty nine hundred 
uh, 82 followers, and Darius is up to 13,400. And and Darius is – think about it, He's an NFL player, and he's 13,000. And, and neither one of them are verified. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to have a, a certain amount of numbers to get verified. Like I thought, you, you did ten thousand. You can get verified. Like if if I was still in Canada, there was somebody in the CFL in the in the Alouette office or whatever team's office, they will verify you. Okay, they'll get you verified, no matter how many. But uh, still, um, you know, it's it, it's going to take a lot for. For these for these stu- for these kids to really cash in, oh, and I think it's just great though. For the for instance, um, I think it's going to be a good opportunity for for a young lady on the gymnastics team who, you know, I've got an eleven year old daughter, and let's say she was in gymnastics, and I took her. Well, I mean, my next door neighbor, his daughter is a gymnast, and they go to the gym meets or the gymnastics meets. And what if you know she just loves this one girl, and it's her birthday party, and now you can get this young lady to come to your kid's birthday party and teach the kids how to do a couple of flips and spend an hour or two with them. And this young lady can now walk out with two, $300 in her pocket for just coming to a birthday party. Yep. Or Taz Sherman can show up and shoot hoops with your kid at a birthday party. A lot, a lot of people think that, yeah, I mean, you have to think these kids, not all of them, mo- most of them, in my opinion, are probably coming from working class or even lesser type families like they're probably not rich right. by any means and like if you give them a hundred bucks to come to your party it's going to be a big deal for them a <laughs> hundred bucks is a hundred bucks it's a hundred bucks yeah and i that, mean it's going to be a big deal for that's them. why i said you know the the, the it's going to get out of hand like the, the sports is going to go down because you can see in the nfl when players start getting paid they lose that fire they lose the fire for the game, and some of them will. Some, I mean, you you got players that just love the game and just gonna play regardless. But you, most most players are playing for a check. Like, you, I mean, you you'll find you rarely find somebody that says, "Okay, I'm I'm you know I'm just doing this because I, I want to play the game." No, ain't no, I don't I don't know if there's probably probably you could probably count on every team. There's probably ten people that want to play on those teams for free. Let's be honest, football at this point, I don't think they're playing because they love it because you get the crap beat out of you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you get the crap beat out of yeah. you. I, I, I can't say that. I mean, sure, there's people playing because they love it, but they love that $30 million more. And I, I mean, I can't say that they're wrong. And I also wonder if it maybe turns some of the fans off because some of the fans are going to be like, oh, but, well, they're just paying these players. If I want to watch players get play, paid, I'll watch pro football or I'll watch pro basketball or I'll watch pro baseball or whatever. I wonder if it turns the fans off any. Here's an interesting thing. So down at the University of or, uh, Miami, uh, Florida's businessman David Lambert is going to pay the players $600 a month because he, quote, wants to bring the U back. And all they have to do is endorse his top Amer- – it's called American Top Team, which is a chain of gyms. So he's in the right vein. Mm-hmm. I mean – yeah. It's for everybody. He's doing it for everybody. I like that. It's the, for every everybody. Every scholarship player gets $600 a month. I don't know if that's for the year or through the season, but whatever. Um, to But all they have to do is accept it and then do, you know, whatever the checklist of things are. Just basically post about his facility on his on their social media. It's just so crazy because, you know, they, they're under contract now. Like, they're going to be under scholarship, but now they're under contract. So what if they call that contract and say, look, you got a game. I need you in your game day uniform before you do anything. To to for me that that is a no no. Like I don't do anything. My focus is on the game. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any of that will come into play. I think because they have it can't they can't um, 
they can't be in their uniforms. They can't be tied and wear the U. They mm. can't do that stuff. They can't wear the uniforms. There's an Auburn fan sitting somewhere right now that's going to get 85 scholarship players at Alabama ineligible for oh, the yeah. Iron Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Hey, uh, before we take a break, when we come back, I uh, do have some sound bites from Big 12 Media Day. Of course, they asked Coach Brown and Letty Brown and, um, and also Dante Stills um about the nil stuff and when we come back we'll talk about barstool sports but before we do that i want to remind you guys if you're looking for a great place to stay in morgantown speaking of nils and getting paid to talk about things um i want to remind you guys if you're looking for a great place to stay in morgantown check out murph's landing it's a two-bedroom it's got three beds in it three queen-size beds it's walking distance to the stadium and it's available as a as a rental uh, for any of your needs in Morgantown, basketball season, football season, if you're just dropping the kids off for the weekend or if you just want a vacation to Morgantown, swing by mountaineerfieldhouse.com and book some time at Murph Landing. All right, when we come back, got some sound from uh, Big 12 Media Day. Do you have cracked or sinking concrete? Don't spend a fortune replacing it. Concrete problems don't get better with time, but they do get better with Alford Home Solutions. Visit AlfordHomeSolutions.com and schedule a free estimate today. What's up, guys? This is Rashid Marshall, and you're listening to the Touchdown City Podcast. Welcome back to the Touchdown City Podcast. Thanks for downloading the show this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, swing by our your favorite podcast outlet, either it be Apple or wherever you get it, Spotify. Make sure you hit subscribe. And also, too, if you support the show, like a T-shirt, a koozie, any of that fun stuff, swing by touchdowncity.com and uh, support the podcast. So uh, last week, Media Day, um, and before, you know, we'll be back, I think, in August. We'll kick off Season 2 of the Touchdown City podcast, um, I guess, for a little bit of good news. So uh, the, our show has been picked up by HD Media. And what does that mean? Uh, nothing really as far as, <laughs> <laughs> as far as what you're listening to. But what it will mean for us is um, you'll see, be seeing more of our name, image, and likeness on, um, on the HD Media platforms, uh, which is the Charleston Gazette, the Huntington Dispatch, and, uh, and other papers throughout the state of West Virginia. They're going to be distributing our show. So we're happy to uh, get that started, but that won't start until season two. Um, well, that, that also mean we're going to do some more like promotional appearances. We're going to have some, some tailgate parties, you know, fun stuff like that. It's going to give us the opportunity to get out. And- Media day. Uh, Neil Brown was asked uh, about um, name, image, and likeness, and this is what he had to say. I don't know if that anybody will sit at this podium necessarily has um, answers for what the future of our game looks like. Um, as far as football, I think you got to keep, you know, our guys, the two main priorities that our players have right now are academics and football, and you got to maintain those. Now, I think they can continue within the right structure. They can maintain those priorities and still profit off name, image, likeness. They can still do things socially. I think those are all possible. As coaches, you know, I think the, the, the important piece with the players is relationships. 
None of that changes. Name, image, likeness, that doesn't change. Transfer, it, you got to focus on relationships. And I think that uh, from for our staff's perspective, that's what our focus is. And then, and then everybody on our staff was hired because they're experts in football. And we've got to continue to maintain that expertise by staying up on schemes, staying up on evaluations, those type of things. So all the stuff on the perimeter, whether it's our fifth quarter program, whether it's different time demands due to name, image, likeness, other things, we've got to keep the main things the main things. And, and that's the role of the head coach to make sure that, that myself and, and, our, and our staff and, and everybody, players-wise as well, are, are keeping the main things the main things. All right, and then uh, so you hear there Coach Brown is just like everybody else. He's not really sure where this is headed, but they've got all the right people in the right positions to make sure that football is the focus first and, you know, this other stuff is secondary. Um, And then, you know, they ask Letty Brown if he's taken advantage of it, and it sounds like he has already taken advantage of it as well. He's Him and Dante Stills went and did a, uh, a football camp, and then, um, so yesterday I went down, uh, there's a local uh, dealer, as the bird chirps in the background. Again, we're outside on my front porch. Uh, thought we'd get out and enjoy the day. But um, the the Stills brothers went and did an autograph session at a local memorabilia dealer. And um, so he was he's able to take advantage of it. He's able to go with his brother as a senior in college and, and sign autographs and get paid. And they had him sign a ton of stuff, as I saw it. <laughs> I'm talking a ton of stuff. And all I could think was, um, I hope somebody schooled them. Because uh, there's some shady memorabilia dealers was, out there. Some of those autograph, like, yeah, some of those guys are really shady dudes. Some of those autograph and memorabilia people, they, they, can, be very, them, I mean, they that, can be very shady. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and, and and like you said, I mean, he they have great parents. So, I mean, not... Not that you know most people don't, but his dad been through the ringer, so they they have some game when it comes to you know that that type of thing. So I, I think I'm I'm pretty sure if anybody the Stills brothers they they've got some. It's, it helps when your father was a yeah. former NFL. Well, yeah, here's the thing though, like I didn't see anybody there, like standing over anybody's shoulder with a clicker. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anybody there kind of helping them. There could have been somebody. Because there were people, but there were so many people moving. Right. As I just went to pick up Pat because he was finishing up. But, um, yeah, I just hope, you know. Maybe it was just an hourly thing. And I'm not saying this person is shady where they were. I'm just uh-huh. saying, in general, there's some shady people out there. And I hope that they were schooled a little bit uh, before they got down there. Um, you know, so. But, you know, he was asked, or uh, Dante was asked at Big 12 Media Day. And this is what he had to say about his name, image, and likeness. Um, I, I have a few experiences. Uh, I went with a, a, a camp with Letty um, down in Grafton, West Virginia, for a camp for kids. Uh, we, we went down there and had, had a little autograph, stuff like that. But, you know, I, I'm trying to take it slow. Like, I don't want to rush it because, like, I feel like a lot of a, a, a lot of players are rushing it. And it's, it's, it's taking them off the main goal. And I, I don't want that happening to me. And, like, I, I get too caught up in the, 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 the NIL rather than focusing on my football. So, Oh, for sure. There's, there's definitely a lot of people approaching me, but at the same time, like I try to tell them, like I'm gonna be patient. I'll, I'll let you know, or I'm, I'm very interested. But like right now, I'm focusing on like football mostly. 
So the good news is they're they've they've some of them have started to get out and take advantage of it. And like Dante said, he's not just jumping on everything that comes his way, and which is the smart approach. You w- you want to be careful. Um, I even overheard him talking to a local media outlet, uh, a TV station, and they asked him about you know taking advantage of this new rule. And he said he has to be very picky and very um, not picky, but just very careful, and make sure he doesn't get himself in trouble, make himself get himself to be ineligible, which. You know, I'm sure there's some pit fans somewhere trying to, to no, do that. There's no pit fans. <laughs> there yeah. are no pit fans. I mean, that, that, that's a that's a great point. Where you know the opposing teams, um, they, they're they're this, they're going to try. It. They're going to do what they're going to find out how how they can break the rules. And, and you know, I got to give credit to all of the media people in in the university because it. You know, now we know the university is a business. I mean, which it always been. And they've always protected the players of, you know, shielding them from different people. Um, and, and they'll give them – I'm pretty sure every university is going to give the players the information that, that is going to – you know, you always want to know the good things. You want to know the bad things. Like, what 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 can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to give them that information. And, and I, I just think back to Miss Shelley Poe, who, who was our media person, and she was phenomenal on, you know, She's shielding She's one of the best us. in the yeah. nation. Best in the nation. I mean, she would shield us from questions, and you know, she would jump in. Mama Barrett, and I mean, they, they, I'm pretty sure a lot of a lot of, you know, every every university is going to have that. You hope you, yeah. you you make a great point there, and see that's where you're opening a can of worms with say the payments for the players and everything. Well, there's going to be the one player that gets paid and has a bad player, has a bad game or something, and there's going to be a question asked, and the fans are going to think that he should have to answer that question because he's paid now. That's the other side of but this. But he's not it's paid that, to play football. That, that's right. I, I know why, but that doesn't, some people aren't going to comprehend yeah, that well, and care to read about it. That's, well, that's, well, yeah, that mean, but you know it's coming. And, like, I worry about that part of it as well because, you know, these are still 19 to 22, 23-year-old kids for the most part. They're going to mess up. And at what point? contract like in these contracts what if one of them and you know what if one of them gets arrested and that that could happen anywhere like what if one of them gets a dui do they lose that do, oh, yeah. are they i mean just like just, just like, like anything they'll be f- i'm just I well mean, as a company would you want no I'd player say, x representing your company if he's been in charge with a domestic abuse exactly or? that's what i'm saying i mean and you know there's there's multiple ways and i mean i'm not you know i'm just it's just a whole thing to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a big deal. Um, so Barstool immediately jumped on this thing. Did you see this? No. David Portnoy? Portnoy. Um, so immediately um, they started making athletes. Basically, he he jumped on social media and said, if you are a Division One scholarship athlete, you could be a Barstool athlete. And just email us and we'll make you one. And I don't know what that includes, but it doesn't sound like it includes much other than just sending them swag and they get to call themselves a Barstool athlete, um, which, you know, people are quick to jump on anything. I don't know what type of, you know, Barstool is a big conglomerate, media conglomerate. Right. They've got, not only do they do the sports stuff, but they've got a lot of podcasts and it's a, they're a big production now. And they've even got into the gambling world. You know, they have a, barstool app that you can place bets on so now this raises red flags right because that is something that as a barstool athlete 
you are directly or indirectly um, connected with, connected connected with, with gambling. gambling. And so before these kids even thought about it, they jumped on it. There, I've seen all through Twitter. Well, I'm a barstool athlete. I'll say this one too as the negative side of it, and I don't know how this is going to work. There was a young man from Nebraska that was a football player from the country of Germany that is not allowed to participate in this because he's not from the United States. I want to know what they're going to do for international athletes because there's tons of those. There's tons of international athletes now. I mean, there's always been a ton, but the, the more like basketball becomes popular worldwide, the more basketball players. I mean, the, the one school out there on the West Coast, I believe it's St. Mary's, they always it feels like they always have six or seven players from well, Australia. I don't understand how you're limiting an international athlete. I, I, that's a, yeah, I don't understand why they that kid was ineligible. And now it was Nebraska. There might be some law in Nebraska that I'm not aware of, but I just don't see how. You can say, well, 84 of the scholarship players can do it, but you can't because you're from Germany. That's just not right. Yeah, I don't think I agree with this at all. And I, I haven't followed up and read anything else about it. Let me go ahead and say that either. Um, another interesting thing is um, there was a player at Marshall who's a musician. He was not able to go out and perform under his name or put out music under his name, his real name, because he played football. Hmm. It's just ridiculous. So it's bigger than just a couple of guys getting a contract. It it really goes top to bottom, you know, with these kids being able to do what they love. I mean, there might be kids that are football players and that are in drama, the drama classes, and they want to be an actor, and they can't do a commercial or they can't be in a movie because they play football or basketball or golf. Now, see, that's where I get – that's where I have a problem, too, with the NCAA – if the kid is going to school to be an actor, how can you deny him the right to be in a movie, whether he gets paid or not? I mean, if you're going to sign him, if he wants to be an actor and he's getting a role in a movie, isn't that what he's at school for? Yeah. Shouldn't he be allowed to act? I mean, that's that's ridiculous. And there is a, a kid that's in the new Space Jam. Uh, his name's Sayre Wright. And uh, he was a highly rated recruit. He's incoming freshman. And I believe, I'm pretty sure he was in Space Jam. I think he plays for Texas. So he was he was actually allowed to be in the movie now. Good. Now whether or not I'm sure he got paid finally now that they passed this law. Yeah, I think I'd have done it for free just because you're in Space Jam. You're with LeBron hey. James. That's a big, big, big deal. Yeah. Well, you want to be connected to the king. <laughs> yeah, I'm riding with you, man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, so before we take take off, uh, I guess there was an incident finally that broke out of Kansas. Les Miles, boy. And it's local. The kid well, was from Cabell Medlin. Well, what? When you think it can't get worse for Kansas, it just it gets worse for Kansas. Hmm. Well, let's start by saying that their plane didn't even make it to media day, so that that was very on brand for Kansas. <laughs> their football team doesn't make it to Big Twelve conference play either. So well, what difference I mean, does that, it make? That was that was done strategically. I can one hundred percent. I believe I it. believe that as well with the mess that's going on out there. I mean, he was fired for he was fired for. What it was something to do back at LSU with the incident with a woman or something, and then the story breaks with the kid out of Cabell Midland about the there was players on the team dealing drugs, and he covered that up or something or other. Well, what happened was I guess they were questioned. Did they basically? I don't know. I don't want to get into the yeah what the kid may or may have been talking about, but I guess they basically kicked in the door like a damn hit with his parents were there and they ran in on him yeah and 
Les Miles in this university paid him fifty thousand dollars to go away. Yeah, it was wild. I mean, it's and not just, talk about it. It's just crazy. It's insane. I'm sure they were predicted last. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Why did you get rid of the kid that was not dealing drugs, and then and you kept the ones that were in probably involved? Being non-marketable. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they were basketball school, and that's fine. But I just, I mean, I didn't think it could get any worse for that program, and it just, it did. It just got worse. I don't even remember the the gentleman that they hired the coach from Buffalo. Am I correct? Then they pulled the coach from Buffalo. Let's check. Because well, I know Sarkeesian is new with Texas. Uh, and I think the only other coach that's new in the conference is is Kansas. And I think they they got the guy from Buffalo. Uh, I'm sure they picked Texas preseason probably second or third. So I can't wait to watch that unfold. I want to see if Sarkeesian can do any better than they've done in the last few years. Let, yeah, let me let me let me just put it to you this way. Um Kansas has a track around their field. <laughs> so does Laidley. Yeah, so what does that tell you? <laughs> that is not a priority. Uh, that is basically that is what it. that means. Yes. Yeah, I, I I'm just really looking forward to to um uh some some type of, you know, and that's where that's why I think this is where the NCAA drops the balls because they said, I, you know, we don't want anything to do with it, and now, you know, before they wanted everything to do with anything that had to do with a child, um, they want to, you know, once they turn eighteen, obviously they're not, you know, children anymore, but now they're like, we want, we, you know, that's not, it's not on us, you know, we're we're opening it up, and they. You know they have rules for everything else, and they didn't have any any rules for this. They they because this came from the Supreme Court. Well, right. and so I, they were really they really I don't think they expected it. No, they did expect it because in two thousand and three, when the O'Bannons did this thing for EA Sports, they should have seen it coming. Yeah. Well, that's listen, man. The NCAA is that where they're in Indiana, out in a cornfield. I think it's in Indianapolis. I think that's they've where they've got the is. dumbest rules. Right. Possible. I mean, just the fact that, that Avon Coburn cannot, if you were a rapper or a country singer and you couldn't go and perform at 123 Pleasant Street under your name right, is ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. There, were, there were dumb rules. I mean, I'm not going to. The NCAA brought all this on themselves. As they I did. said, they made it all about money. And you brought up the rules. Well, when you enforce rules, let's say, you know, Alabama gets in trouble, well, Alabama A and T better be ready because they're going to get hammered with with sanctions. I mean, that's basically what they would do. Here's what people didn't realize: is they could go down to Chicken Bones on Tuesday night, and he would be down there singing "Achy Breaky Heart." Avon would be. <laughs> uh, you, all you had to do is go to Chicken Bones and check him out. Yeah, go, you would not catch him that. singing some Van, <laughs> catch him singing some Van Halen. George Strait. <laughs> no, definitely not that. But. But I would have been down to Chicken Bones for sure. Uh, Club Chicken. Remember they put the second half in? It was a bar, <laughs> and then they opened the dance club part, so we call it Club, club Chicken. Chicken. Absolutely. And, you know, Club Chicken is, is right now they can sponsor any athlete that they want to come out and promote themselves and, and have a party. Do you think they'll start these clubs in Morgantown and these college towns will start paying these athletes? To come and hang out, you know, like they do the Kardashians. They, they very well may. I mean, they they 
if I was a player, if so, and, and the thing with that is the players have to because we had a thing about my our boy Mage. Um, you know, the players have to stick together on this. Once they stick together and say, "Look, guys, you know, we have." I mean, the rules have there has to be some set of rules because if if players start showing up at different bars and they're not getting paid and they start promoting for these people and they got to set a like. It's the Wild Wild West. There's no rules. There's people just out. So they have to have a, a, a set of it has to be it has to be a, a point where they say, OK, you know, for us to come to your your, your bar, you know, it's going to be, you know, 10 grand for the team and we'll split it up the way we need to split it up. But when players start going and, and doing it for 500, then it's like there's no rules. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, there's got to be rules, man. It's got to be rules. And. and you know, the big players got to set the bar. They can't go in there cheap. They're going to kill it for everybody. I think it's going to be chaos. No, it's, not. I, it's, it's already it's chaos. It's going to get – I think it's just going to be just – until until they get some, like, uh, some type of regulation on it, it's just going to be chaos for a while. Yeah, and, and I remember – I don't know if you guys listened to Clubhouse, but on Clubhouse they started talking about this, you know, you know probably a month before – couple months before like it's it's about to it's about to pop off and and, and on clubhouse the, the good thing is you'll get a lot of high level media people talking about it and saying okay this is this is kind of where there's no rules to it so we want to jump on and grab the best athletes so you know that kind of leads me to the whole agent thing you know how are these marketing people affiliated with agents i think under this nil they're allowed to sign with an agent they they can only for these type of reasons like marketing right. reasons right yeah they're they're allowed because there was someone that, sports there related. was someone that signed with somebody and they were worried because the person also represents pro right. athletes I can't remember who it was yeah I saw that and that that's kind of you know so are they you know and if they sign with that if they sign with that team you know is that is that a violation you know do they take back do they take back the the Heisman Trophy you know what I mean it's 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 crazy so. I, I don't know, man. It's 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 opened up a can of worms. I mean, you know, there's a lot of sharks in the, in the water, and, and I'm hoping that these players have you know the proper representation, which a lot of them don't because they don't even know what's going on. I'm waiting on it to happen, like you said. It's going to trickle down to high school. Yeah. I swear, I think it is. It, it has to because there's no there's there's no there there's players now. They they're so they're so. They they understand. Like me, I just wanted to play. Like it wasn't even on my. High school games in Texas. You're talking a Friday night high school game in Texas can get fifty thousand people right. there. I mean, if there's a big national recruit down there, he might say, "Hey, I want some money for this." Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like I'm gonna sit out. I'm gonna sit out until I get paid. They're, they're not that crazy. I mean, well, yeah, I mean bro, I'm just I'm just suggesting bro, it's, it's because the Wild it's, Wild West, it's man. but they here's the thing when they start becoming they're basically right. just going to be blackballed. Like if a if a high school kid says, "Wait a minute, there's fifty thousand people here." Back to your point earlier, there was fifty thousand people before he came, that's and a, when he goes, there'll be fifty thousand people. Right. So what the, what'll happen is they'll blackball him, okay. and then the colleges won't recruit him. Uh, right? And then he'll get. I mean, listen, they'll you've recruit heard him. Let they me let, no, let me say this: if he's good enough to win, right? They'll recruit. They'll recruit. Him. Absolutely. <laughs> but the, what? No, 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 no. Trust me. I, I know of college. You know college coaches that will not recruit certain players. He won't go to those teams, but, but he'll go to Kansas. You know what I mean? But, but, he, he won't go to those. He will get recruited by somebody. You're, you're also going to say that. Here, let me touch on that. There are coaches 
to me, these coaches are making seven, eight, nine million dollars. If that kid's a five star quarterback and he can go to Kansas and they think they can get the eight and four, you guarantee that coach of Kansas is taking that kid. And, and we got a deal lined up for you. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm right. just saying though they're not going to sit out. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't think that's listen because I know but... of a, a young lady who's been committed to a SEC softball school since she was 13, and there was conversation of her not playing for her high school, and the coach said, "Go play for your high school." Yeah, I mean, we need you playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I mean, but that's that's where we were talking about earlier. Just where does it end? It's <laughs> it's and people and people got to realize that WVU football is not a franchise it is an athletic department mm-hmm. wvu football pays for basketball women's basketball swimming that's soccer track there's no more track the, the only there's women's track there's very well, few yeah. like there's very few football like the athletic department there's very few schools where you know duke kansas kentucky they're more basketball funded right but most schools are football funded and also too so they it goes all the way down yeah, I mean, you know, we know we know a young lady that played tennis at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. They're pl- they're flying on chartered airplanes. Absolutely. Well, who pays for that? Because how many people are coming to tennis matches? Football team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, so it's an athletic department. It's not a franchise. So that's what, another way people have to look at it. And and it's top to bottom. I mean, you know, and then you know you could do a whole other episode on just Title Nine mm-hmm. because oh, yes, absolutely, you, you can't. Say that Javon Carter needs to be paid a hundred thousand dollars a year because of what he brought to the university. Because then somebody, it has to go on the women's team too. There are lawyers lined up across the country just waiting on the on. They're just waiting for that to happen. They're going to sue. It's going to be. A, it would be a complete. I, I don't that's know. Why, what, that's why they are. They uh, look. We don't want anything to do with it. You know, we just want to give yep. our players yep. the information, and we're going to step back. That's exactly but that's the absolute wrong thing to do. It's. I mean, they're just waiting. No, there are lawyers well, just they, waiting. They, West Virginia has a company that comes in and schools. Mm-hmm. They're like schools the football team and the players. They they they're getting the proper information, and they're being schooled by marketing experts that know the rules ins and outs. The athletic department, Shane Lyons, has his hands up because he can't get involved. And Neil Brown cannot get involved, nor should they. I think they're just trying to keep the snakes in the grass away from the players. And we we didn't even touch on, you know, I feel bad for, like, the smaller schools. You know, they're already in a in a gap anyways with talent level and things like that. But schools like Eastern Michigan and, and Troy, I mean, that's where Neil Brown came from. And they, they're not bad usually. They usually field a pretty good team. But it, to me, it just puts those schools at even a bigger disadvantage already than they're already at. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do moving forward because, you know, DeMarcus Ware went to Troy. He was a great NFL player. You know, he's a great player. But he's probably the only player I know from Troy. <laughs> well, you can make it to the league from anywhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, like, with the name, image, likeness, those kids won't get the opportunity, say, because they're at Troy – as where the bigger schools will get, yeah, it's well, gonna it's gonna destroy it, it industries. Separ- yeah, like, it separates the and honestly, the talent gap. And honestly, ninety-seven percent of these college kids aren't are going to make pro. more than five hundred bucks. Oh yeah, and they're not going pro anyway, right? So the fact that you can go to a the young lady from the gymnastics team can go get that two hundred bucks at that birthday party, let her go get it. 
Absolutely. I'm for it. And now, now she don't have to worry about getting, you know, getting well, that meal. You know, because, well, I mean, one, one, thing I, one thing I love about this is that there will be – there shouldn't be any football players with any skill hungry. I mean, there were many nights that I went to my went to my house and was like, you know, on the weekends, not necessarily during the, during the week, because you get fed during the during the week. I'm talking about non non uh you know playing weeks when when you're in the summer, not in the summer, but you're off season and you got to work out and you're like, man, what am I going to eat today? I think that's the most ridiculous thing too ever. That's the dumbest thing ever. But give the kids people, food. <laughs> people are going. I mean, I think they do it now. I'm well, not they sure. Should. <laughs> but what what I'm saying is now. You know they're going to be. Hey, Avon, let, let me take you out to. I, I, I mean, I, and that's the great thing about it because now you know there were so many different rules where you couldn't go out and eat with people, and and now these businesses and business people that are are good people are going to talk to these kids and say, look, man, let me take you out to dinner tonight, and let me talk to you about business. You know, and and what they're doing is, look, you might not go to the league. Let me talk to you about an opportunity with my company. Mm-hmm. Remember when Rick Majerus got a NCAA violation when he was coaching Utah because he shared the uh, slice of pizza or he ordered the pizza. They they had a lay like a, the the kids' flight got delayed. He had a recruit hosting him at Utah. He ordered a pizza to the I guess the airport. Since they had the pizza at the airport and not in the hotel room, it was an NCAA violation. Can you believe how ridiculous? That is? <laughs> rules man it's 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 good and bad it's good and bad but you know we'll we'll hopefully you know there won't be too many people getting taken advantage of but you know hopefully the 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 big name guys will have somebody in their corner looking out for them so that they don't get and and i think most of those people will but it's the 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 mid-major players you know division one those are the people that's going to get taken advantage of and 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 obviously some of the big ones are as well but just hope hope for the best for them yeah, I think this opens up a lot of opportunities for people to go back to their hometowns and put on football camps or basketball camps or whatever camp, you know, whatever yep. you do. Um, this gives you an opportunity to go back because, you know, there's been a lot of k- kids that came from here that didn't go to West Virginia. and But they can now, you know, could you imagine if uh, you know, you're friends with Brett Nelson, played at the University of Florida. Could you imagine if Brett, after the – Playing in the national championship was able to put on basketball clinics Ooh. in this area. I think I actually think Raider Jason put on a football camp up here, but I, he wasn't allowed to be paid for it. Well, it might have been after he graduated, though, uh, when he played at Georgia and Marshall. I think he put one, or he used to put on a football camp over here. But yeah, I mean, I don't understand. Like that—that that to me is just like work. Like you're working at that basketball camp, you should be allowed to do that, that yeah. and, and use your name. I mean, any any you know, I mean. There's been tons of players around here that couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. That didn't, like you said, didn't even go to WVU. Yeah, this will be opening up for them. Well, gentlemen, um, I appreciate you guys taking the opportunity to come down today. I know we've been chatting back and forth, and uh, I'm looking forward. I'm actually, I don't like to wish away my summer, but I am looking forward to football season and getting back to normal. I, I, I bought tickets this year. I'm going to go up as a fan and sit in the stands. Good for you, because <laughs> I'm not buying no tickets. <laughs> and uh, if you ever need any tickets, let me know. I can get us some tickets. Yeah, I bought some tickets this year. Um, my nephew's going to school there this year, so. Oh, we got week zero, August 28th. Yeah. It's, what, five weeks from yesterday, six weeks from yesterday, something yeah. like that? So, but um, we've got a couple more episodes coming out. I've got a couple in the can that I'm going to release. Um, so, uh, but we'll be back at it full tilt here real soon but uh thank you guys for um downloading the show and don't forget swing by our facebook page we've got a contest going on right now 
Uh, we're going to give away tickets for the West Virginia Long Island game. All you have to do is swing by our Facebook page, uh, find the pinned post at the top. Um, there's an official thread. All you have to do is like the page and share it, and then you're entered to win. And I think like sometime in August we're going to draw and uh, give away tickets. So swing by and do that for us. And um, we will see you guys next time here on the Touchdown City Podcast.